This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. I just got back yesterday from a sweet little run up in the Pacific Northwest. Good shows. Hell Thank yeah, you, buddy. everyone. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody in Vancouver and Seattle and uh, and Spokane. Uh, except for that one guy that I had to kick out in Vancouver. It was a great show. What? Do tell. Just a drunk guy. Just a drunk guy at a show. Mm. Guy, he was he was yelling at Sean Jordan. Where Sean like played with him for a bit. And then he was like, "Hey, shut the fuck up!" And then I went up there and it was like. I think gave the guy like a half dozen chances of like, come on, man, we're not doing that. And then finally, it was it wasn't even mean. It was just like a, I have a comment for every third joke you tell. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, I was like, fuck you, get the fuck out. Like yeah. I got mean about it. Yeah, but it's one of those ones like the whole, the whole rest of the audience is like, yes, finally, thank God. It's, but you know, hey, I'm not gonna let it ruin a good time. Otherwise, and then he was nice, getting kicked out. Sean was in the lobby, and the guy was like, well, can I finish my drink at least? <laughs> like, wasn't even, like, doing the fuck you. I gave me my money back. And he's like, I think I might go to this bar. And the bouncer's like, yeah, go to any bar. That's yeah. fine. Just don't stay here. Uh, especially when you give them so many chances. Like, dude, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to stop the show and have this disruption of you being kicked out. But goddamn. Yeah, it's... uh it's pretty dumb. It's mm-hmm. pretty dumb that someone is drunk enough to not take a hint, which mm-hmm. I'm sure, ladies, you're miles ahead of me on making that statement in the of world. Of course. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, hey, whatever. Still still a fun show. Seattle, oh, my goodness, always the best. And Spokane, I, man, Spokane turned out at the Knitting Factory really? Saturday night. Awesome. Yeah. I like so, yeah, Spokane. thanks, everybody. Yeah. Well, good, buddy. I'm glad you had and, a good uh, run. Yeah, and now I'm just back. I went to went to the gym today, tried to tried to steam room out some, some of my sins. <laughs> What'd you get into? My, I did, uh, I, I pedaled, I rode my real bike to pedal a fake bike for 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and then I, uh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, man, th- we're gonna be talking about the metaverse. That's yeah. what it's. I mean, that's what it's gonna be like. But uh, we're gonna talk about that goddamn metaverse, dude. Uh-huh. I have uh, a lot more questions. I did. 
Yeah, I could. I yeah, I I have some after watching that movie too. But then yeah. I I lifted things uh, with my arms one way for forty times. I lift them a different way. I push things for forty times a different way. Okay. And then I did. I got on this little uh, core machine, which just you just look like you're doing a little inchworm thing, just real, real uh, face down, ass up in the middle of the gym. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> just my just my. Perky little downtown meat star up up in the sky for everybody to see. I hope I'm doing that right. I, I, they got diagrams on these things, but I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm doing over there. Oh, perky little downtown meat star. That uh, that that's well, a good that was one. there was there was some L.A. Times article about a restaurant, like a barbecue restaurant, like downtown meat star, meaning like this was like a famous barbecue restaurant in downtown L.A. I'm like, that's not the words you should use for that. Downtown meat star? No. My mind didn't even think for a second that was a restaurant. My mind went right to buttholes. Like immediately. I had to read the article because I'm like, is this about buttholes? Oh, it's about a barbecue restaurant. That's misleading. It took me years to figure out that that stupid ass Limp Biscuit album, uh, mm-hmm. what a chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. I didn't know what the fuck he was supposed to be referring to with that until. Oh, buttholes, uh, got it. Hmm. What's the hot dog flavored water? Is that just no idea? I didn't get that far pus, into it. Puss juice. Oh, <laughs> puss juice. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Uh, what a poet that guy Not is. my kind of humor. Not here on the on the family-friendly Boogie Monster podcast. That's right. Not at all, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did the gym, came home. You, you picked up the phone with something in your mouth. Yeah, right when you said I just got back from the gym. The gym and the crunch of my potato chip coincided. And I was like, oh, we're having two different days. But that's all right. For the listeners, D- Dave said he went to a sandwich place where they made homemade potato chips. They make them out of potatoes over there. That's what Dave told me. <laughs> it's like, oh, no shit, Dave. They're making their homemade potato chips uh, out of real potatoes. Oh, I, I, yeah, there. man. How about I that? Lo- <laughs> I love it when things line up the way they should. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Nature Valley granola bar. Nature Valley, their theme should be just eat this outside. I I started to open it in the house. I'm like, what am I doing? Go stand out, stand in the yard. Oh, it's very crumbly. And eat this. Oh yeah, it's like a kid playing with Play-Doh. Do do that outside. And those I don't are that shit all over the house. Those are hard on the teeth too. I'll just smash it I with mean, a hammer, not. put it in a bowl, and put some milk on it. Eat it like cereal. It really is. They're adding an unnecessary step to granola. Of like, normally this would be loose, and you'd have it with yogurt. Mm-hmm. We've Pressed it into a Duraflame type log, whose entire constitution will fall apart with one bite. Yeah. Um. So it was taste, taste good. I needed, I needed some quick before we recorded on account of me doing forty of the pushes and forty of the pullins and then forty of the check out. <clears throat> check out my my basement's on the roof right now. What is that? Is that the phrase? Does that mean anything? Uh, Put my basement on the roof for everybody to see it. Fuck. Um, All right. <laughs> uh, what's oh what's hot to trot with you, Dave? How's your weekend? Oh man, I'm good. I'm good, dude. Uh, 
Yeah, you got them potato chips you like so much. Yeah, yeah, I've just been eating some potato chips. I've been, I haven't joined a gym yet, but I've been uh, throwing my kettlebells around a lot. I don't have the um, treadmill any longer. It's in storage because we're on the yeah. sec- second floor, and I just thought there's no way that's going to work. That's polite, though. Yeah. You just swinging, you just swinging them around on the sidewalk like I'm a madman, or are you keeping it inside? <laughs> no, I'm doing them in my uh, record room slash podcast office slash gym. So I got uh, I like all, my, it. all my kettlebells in here and just slinging them around. Try, although I I'm a little paranoid being on the second floor. I've got I got some big ones. My biggest uh, kettlebell's uh, 55, and uh, I sling wow. it around sometimes. And but I just have these. Uh, visions of it slipping out of my hand like like a bowling ball like like you, th- yeah. you see people bowl and it, it it stays in their hand too long and it, they basically throw it and like <laughs> it just takes you through the drywall yeah uh, well <laughs> no i'm thinking even worse like if it flew through the air didn't make it to the wall but then landed on the ground on the floor i mean do you think that would 55 pounds you think that would crash through to my downstairs downstairs neighbor's apartment? I'm not trying to be rude, Dave, but but how how much do you weigh? That's true. I never put those together. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> and you're on the second floor right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. I did. I got. Uh, I was really high a couple of weeks ago while I was taking a shower, and uh, I, I had that thought because the shower kept creaking, and I'm like, man, what are the odds? One day I just fucking smash through her bathroom. That would be well, awful. Naked and wet. Oh Lord! Uh, <laughs> surprise! Who, who's the slippery angel from the heavens? <laughs> that uh, they do have to take that into account. I mean, like water beds, people don't realize how much added weight that adds. Yeah. You know that that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my sister worked at the Steve Harvey show at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she, she like worked in production, but was like, you know, kind of a fix it person around there. And she had to tell he wanted to put a gym on a certain floor of like the building he was using. And she's like, you can't, it's not rated because the amount of like gym equipment's heavy. Yeah. And she's like, it's the building's not rated to put that in there. So you can't have it. He's like getting pissed at her. Huh? It's like, sorry, Steve. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so that, I mean, it's not a while. I mean, I think 55 pounds What well, you got hardwood floors. Mm hmm. But, you know, and I don't know the the physics. The sounds you're making without drop. Yeah, the sounds you're making without. I bet you're creaking and swaying. Yeah, but I'm light on my feet. I purposely try to be light on my feet around here. But I don't know the physics and the science behind a 55-pound cast iron ball going about six feet in the air and then dropping. You know, maybe. And because it's smaller than me, maybe just that centralized force. I just... I hope it never happens. Yeah, I don't I think I don't think from six feet up you're going to get to uh, terminal velocity. Okay, yeah, hopefully not. But I mean, it's still not. It I mean, I wouldn't go. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't go trying it. I no, no, testing no. the <laughs> testing the waters. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I hate the. Oh, I got so high, I did this. But <clears throat> I like last night getting ready to go to bed. I got my one little vape pen. I haven't really been touching the weed that much. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I haven't hit this vape pen in a while. I wish I could, like the little vape cartridges, I never know what they are after I use them. I take them out of the box, throw the box away. That's my fault. <clears throat> but I don't know what it is. I took one puff of it. I was out of my fucking mind last night. Really? I took a shower. I couldn't remember. I don't know if I was in the shower for five hours or seven <laughs> minutes. 
I'm like, I'd rinse. I'd like lather up and rinse. Mm-hmm. Like, did I wash my ears? Then I'd wash my ears. And I'd rinse yeah. my ears. Like, wait a minute. Did I wash my ass? Hold on. Lather up. I'd probably wash my body five times. Mm-hmm. Rinsed. Got out of the shower. Still had soap in my ears. <laughs> and then laid, <clears throat> then laid in bed. Rachel was asleep already. I was laying in bed. Normally, I, I listen to like headphones or something. But I'm like, let's try to not. I was. The worst is when like I'll be fidgety and she's trying to sleep. But then if I'm high, I get hyper sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to lay still, like to not bother, <clears throat> which is the worst. Because mm-hmm. then you're high and you're locked up. And I kept thinking, like, this is so immature. But, like, what if I had, like, what if I just, sh- like, had the l- shit the bed? Oh, no. Like the loudest. Frappuccino Harley Davidson fart uh-huh. in the dead silence, and then I st- was about to start laughing so hard, and I'm like, I can't move. I'm laying there like a like I'm in a sarcophagus, thinking about farts, and then I think about how old I am, and then I get sad that that's my level of humor. Oh, like it was, it was so much, dude. It's so much. It was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this weed is, but it was too much. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you get did you 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 seem to know how to chill out. You seem to know how to just smoke and be like, "Hell yeah, I'm yeah. comfortable with who I am." Yeah, man. And I'm going to enjoy myself. I mean, yeah, every now and I every now and then I fear that I might crash through my own shower, but other than that, I, I it doesn't par- make me paranoid. God, good for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I'm like, "Oh, that noise." What is that? Is that a car right outside? And then I moved a little bit, and that noise was so loud. I'm like, that's definitely not a car idling out in front of the house. Mm-hmm. If me, if I can hear myself blinking, it's it was a it was an ordeal, Dave. I'm telling you, buddy. <laughs> Man, testament to this quality of weed. Speaking of showers, speaking yeah. of <laughs> what what story could I tell? Uh, no, this isn't that exciting. <laughs> but uh, it just made me think, uh, dude, you know, we got the new place, so we got a new bathroom, you know, a whole new setup. And it's fun getting used to, like, new uh, appliances and new setups, you know, when you move. Um, yeah. But uh, we've got the – I've always loved this, and I haven't had this for years, but we have the coveted uh, window in the bathroom. There's a window, and it's, and it's actually right next yep. to the shower. So you yep. take a really hot shower and crack that window open. Just and it's you know it's up high. It starts like chest level and goes up. So like mm, yeah, you know you can't no one can see what's going on in there. But uh, I'll crack it about four or five inches, and uh, especially at night here lately. At night it's been real you know kind of brisk. Get that cool air coming in, mixing with that mm-hmm. hot steam. Oh boy, that's a good time. I know, I know what you're talking about. Simple pleasures, buddy. Dude, and like, seriously, not to just rehash it, but like, no one appreciates a fucking good shower more than me after all those years <laughs> of going through the gauntlet of old Russian balls just to get to the fucking <laughs> LA Fitness shower. Oh my God. But to just walk down the hall and take my own private shower. That's the other thing. Like, the, I had, <clears throat> we didn't even have want. stalls. Yeah, we just had like the big. You know, locker room, gym, oh, shower. Really? Just a <clears throat> bunch of old, saggy Russian guys, just balls everywhere. And I'm just like, God, I'm just t- trying to grab a quick shower. Good Lord, what I am mean, I doing with my life? I've, I, as I've said, I, I enjoy the the openness. I mean, I, I, I'm not there to look at anybody else's stuff, yeah. and they don't have to look at mine. But I like, uh, 
you know, it's it's got to be like echolocation or something for my mm-hmm. genitals. <laughs> like, oh, for the first time, there's not something just a foot away. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, look at that. There's like a distance out there for it. Yeah, um, that would be fun. Like to have that that locker room shower all to yourself. And you've got like 12 different shower heads coming in at all different angles. That would be nice. Like the shower equivalent those, of an oversized uh, bathtub. That'd be nice. Those car wash showers where they got oh. the jets that come out of the side and they got yes. the ones like the even un, even underneath where you could like Rusty Jones your business, you know? I was just thinking That's of like the big, <laughs> the big uh, moppy things coming down. <laughs> You want the brush? You want the, the brushes brush. that come down yeah, and get big, your whole body? Yeah, the big uh, like steamroller brush and then the mops, the floppy mop things that come down. That'd be fun to have in your shower. You know what, Dave? I'll, I'll tell you this. You get yourself one of those. You ever see the cow? They have those. They're like, they're like called cow brushes because like, they're just a brush on a post and cows like to rub up against it. Uh-huh. You get one of those in the shower, like a loofah, like a big Ooh, tall loofah. Yes. That you just roll, you rub your whole back on it. Yeah. Lufa wall? Lufa wall, Dave. Lufa wall. You're fucking genius, Kyle. That's a great idea. Why is nobody... Do- I mean, they put them on a stick, but then you're still doing all the work. Yeah, you mount it to the wall the same way I just bought a cat scratcher, like a, a exactly. cel- cylinder-shaped exactly. cat scratcher that I mount to the wall. That way they can kind of stretch out and grab it. Same yeah, thing. Like a paper towel dispenser. Yeah. Oh, my God. God damn. That's a great idea. <laughs> We sell that idea. We can quit this podcast. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, now these two idiots invented the loofah wall. Oh. Millionaires. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, they're in debt. They're in debt. Millions of dollars. Yeah. I didn't mean to say millionaires. I meant to say they're in debt for trying to sell walls made out of loofah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, did you want black mold 30 years before your house is due to get it? There's a loofah wall. There's a, there's a wall that's always wet in your own home. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Would, yeah, I, t- I got private stalls at the at the health club. I'll call it the health club. There you go. That's nice. More a minute. Yeah, yeah. Feel that good is feel like seriously that. If I ever had money to like custom build a house, like I would really invest a lot into the bathroom. I would love to have a uh, uh, floor length urinal. That's always been one of my fantasies. Just those, I mean, the, uh, not you, not not you even already, the wall. You have a shower. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's that's step one. But like, oh, imagine those old school urinals that go all the way to the floor. Mm. The, just the convenience. You don't have to aim too well. Mm, that'd be nice. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna point it down so it's not splashing back on me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know if I, I would spend money on the shower <clears throat> tub situation. Yeah, definitely jacuzzi, jacuzzi mm-hmm. tub, big sh- shower with a bench in it. Ooh, yeah, that'd be nice. Take a break, take a load off. Steam with a steam with a steam option. Mm-hmm. Maybe like you don't that. want to take. Maybe you want to take a shower, bring your steam first in that same little room. Many of these steam rooms right now, Dave. I'm telling you. Yeah, that would be nice. My pores have never been more open. <laughs> I've been doing the thing where I finish the shower uh, cold and, and see how how cold I can get it. That's then, good. That close you open up the pores to clean it, and then the cold closes the pores, so you get yeah. that smooth skin. Yeah. Do you have a skincare regimen, Dave? I mean, this is not the metaverse yet. This not is yet. the very real verse. Yeah, uh, I'm working on it. Uh, Katie's trying to get me on some sort of routine. At the very least, uh, every now and then I'll put a little lotion on my face. So I figured that's the first step. Yeah, that's a, the, I get. If I get high, I know you're not supposed to look at yourself in the mirror when you're on mushrooms mm-hmm. or acid. 
but if I'm stoned, like late, like drunk, I look. It's it's. I mean, it's the classic shit. But look, drunk, I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you're doing fine for 45. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you a seven, Kyle. But stoned, <laughs> I look like a black and white National Geographic <laughs> photograph of like the last guy who survived the Titanic. It's. I am. <laughs> So depressed if I look at myself <laughs> in the mirror stoked. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like, that sometimes. Like, what are you doing, buddy? What is this? This guy remembers when the coal mine opened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're fucking old, dude. We're getting old. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm moisturizing. That's about it. Once in a while, I do a little mud mask. It's fun. You do it with the missus. Yeah, I do those every now and then. Those are fun. Yeah. I had We're public to, figures. We got to take care of the mugs. I had to convince Katie to uh, delete an Instagram photo she made of herself, uh, a selfie while wearing a mud mask. I had to explain to her that in this sensitive day and age, it's probably not a good idea because the mask I is did, black. You know, I did that too. And, I, uh-huh. and you know, if, if somebody wants, I, everybody knows what it is. And I just made a joke that I was hiding from the predator. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody else wants to be like, it's mud and it's good for your face. It happens to be that color. I'm not going to like, if somebody wants to jump to that conclusion, I feel like at that point that's on them. Yeah, absolutely. For being, that was a, the, uh, this is, this will tie into a plug. There's a, uh, but I got the vinyl out now, you know? Yes. For death of the party. I almost was bought that the other day, dude. <laughs> I give you one. Man. I know. I was I'll like, and then and then the same day you're like, no, yeah, man. yeah, I'll get you one. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah, to interrupt. I'll bring, Go ahead. I'll, I'll bring some down there for you. Cool, Dave. Come on. Yeah, I really I appreciate would like it. One. But come I, on, man. I have your whole discography other than uh, Loose in Chicago. I can't find that one. Those are all. Those are hard to find. I don't even know if I have them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you got them. I don't even know if I got them. Uh, but the album, it's it's. Uh, like red background and the arts in pink, like the visage, visage or whatever of me is pink. It was mm-hmm. going to be a pink background with me in red and all the lettering in red. And it was going to come out <clears throat> what came out June of 20, which was like a month after all the George Floyd stuff. And everybody was like, the red kind of looks a little close to... <laughs> Maybe you representing yourself as a different race. And yeah. I'm like, I don't think so at all. But because it was the time that mm-hmm. it was coming out, they're like, what if we invert these colors? I'm like, I guess. But even my buddy who did the art, he's like, fucking really? Like, it's not, it's just colors. But be, it, it, but you have to remember at that time, it was June. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so all the George Floyd shit happened in May. So it was like super tense. Yeah. And I wasn't so married to the colors, and I had to ask the guy who did the art. I'm like, are you super married to it? Because I'll go with, you know, I want to put out what you intended to put out. I was like, no, we could flip it. He's like, I still think it looks good with the colors inverted. But that's also a way to say that, yeah, there's um, vinyl of Trampoline in a Ditch available on my website. And if you go, you'll go to Anxious. It'll take you to Anxious and Angry, which is my merch guy. And if you enter code DIRTNAP, I think it's still active, code DIRTNAP, you get 20% <laughs> off uh, any piece of Canaan uh, or Boogie Monster merch. Well, hell yeah. When when you purchase the vinyl, it's a triple vinyl. It's 40 bucks, 
You know, it's a little steep, but it's, it's three, three, you get three records, two and a half, really. Yeah, that's about, uh, so. that's about par for the course now with a uh, triple vinyl. Is it? I was yeah. Like, yeah. I was talking to Ryan, the guy who does the merch. He's like, no, this price is actually not bad for this. So yeah, like, okay. about thirty six, about forty four. Usually is what you're going to pay. I mean, sometimes just the double vinyl. I'll, I'll see for like thirty six dollars. Like, geez. But yeah, definitely a triple oh, really? vinyl. That that's a fair price on a triple vinyl. Okay. Yeah, you know that. You know this world. I don't know this world. <laughs> Somebody wants these things. But yeah, so that's available. And, uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying. Speaking of which, I uh, I set up the record room. You know, when we moved in. I got a third bin now, Speak and I did kind of a rough bitch. inventory the other day. And I'm uh, I'm about mm-hmm. <laughs> I got about a thousand uh, albums now. So that just seems really yeah. Got about a thousand. How much? How much space? I'm looking at a box of a hundred, mm-hmm. but they're the triple ones, mm-hmm. and that's about that looks like it's about a. 14 by 14 by 14 square for these what's a thousand how much does a thousand records take up how much space i've got three bins they're all mm-hmm. two of them are, are exactly the same size and the third one is similar and um i would say actually i'm sending you a picture right now just so you have uh, some visual aids i would say uh like milk crates how many milk crates worth you know Okay, so each section is about a milk crate. So I've got one, two, three, four, uh, let's see, eight, 12, probably about 32 milk crates. Probably somewhere, maybe, maybe 28, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's becoming okay. excessive. But, uh, and that's all in the office there? It's, yeah, it's fun to have a hobby. Yeah, I just sent you a picture. So, uh, but yeah, man. Not ding dong. I'm uh, I'm enjoying. It. I get in here and he's fucking just kind of flip through my little records. Like, ooh, I like this one. I like. Oh, I'm gonna listen to that one. Ooh, that one looks good. But yeah, it's fun. Just get in here, I've, and I've, rock out. <clears throat> just swinging your kettlebells around. <laughs> Does that make the record skip? Like, I like our record player nowadays. So good that they rarely skip if you're like dancing around and everything. No, no, they mine skip for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times when I'm doing the kettlebells, I'll switch over to Bluetooth for that exact reason. So, okay, all right, but yeah, they're they're still pretty sensitive. I like it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue. And you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. 
When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Like what you got going on? I'm happy for you, Dave. Thanks, buddy. I'm having a good time over here. I'm having a real, real nice time. Well, now I'm glad you're having a nice time mm-hmm. in the universe. Yes, in the real world. In the in the real world. But to continue our discussion from last week, mm-hmm. goddamn metaverse, dude. It's metaverse, man. Uh, we both agreed to watch uh, Ready Player One. Kind of give a uh, yes a good. Um, in that movie, they call it the the Oasis, basically uh, mm-hmm. same concept as the metaverse. But uh, yeah, it did help me get a little bit better uh, of an understanding in terms of um, the practicality behind it, like or the functionality in terms of how you actually mm-hmm. go about things in the metaverse. So, Ready Player One, as suggested by uh, by the Reddit forum, <clears throat> we listen to you guys. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people talking about how the book was uh, better than the movie. Uh, probably, we're, I'll be honest, Dave. I don't want to speak for you, but we're probably not going to get to the book. <laughs> Just uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we're going to read science fiction books. But like we, you know, I think you like the movie, right? We were saying, yeah, I enjoyed. It. I don't typically. Uh, I, this one kind of went under my radar. Because uh, I don't typically seek out any. I'm sure I probably saw the trailer, you know, back whenever this was mm-hmm. made, 2018 or whatever. But anything, just my default reaction of like anything sci-fi or video game esque, I'm like, eh, that's not for me. But uh, I'm glad I watched yeah. it because it, it was fun shifting gears and watching something like this for a change. Yeah, I feel, I feel the same way. I don't normally go to uh, to sci-fi for my my default uh, enjoyment, but. This was fun, and you know the '80s. I, I texted you because like I was confused why there was all the '80s references. Mm-hmm. I think I missed. And I try, I try to be like, like let's leave the phone down. Let's sit and watch this movie. Don't do stuff while the movie's on. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though apparently uh, Chris Rock was getting slapped in the face by Will Smith, <laughs> I, I was watching this movie instead. Uh, so. I thought I was like, why is it set in the eighties in the future? It's because the guy who created the Oasis mm-hmm. was filling it with pop culture. He was a pop culture junkie, and that's why he filled it with all these references. Yeah. So I was kind of I was allowing a lot of stuff. Whereas if I just turned it on without like having this assignment, I think mm-hmm. I might have been quick to dismiss. Yeah. But I'm trying to be better mm-hmm. about dismissing things quickly. At the gym earlier today. There's a guy working out the big gold chain. And I was like, man, what a choice. With a big gold chain. What a choice to wake up on a Monday morning and be like, you know what? I'm going to look like a dickhead today. <laughs> but then I was like, but then I was like, good for you. Like, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he changed and didn't, he's used to wearing his big gold, gold chain. And uh-huh. he was in the gym like, all right, I'm going to work out with my gold chain on. And then I got to the point, I'm like, good for you for working out with a big gold chain. That's yeah. ridiculous. Like, how big thing. was it? You're not, was it it wasn't like the, th- it wasn't the thick one. It was like long. Like, it hung. Like So, like, it, it's not like, oh, this is a pain to get on and off. It's like, uh-huh. no, it was long. Okay. It was like hung down to his mid chest. 
And I see it. He had a tripod, so maybe he's making his videos or whatever. Man, he I works don't out with his gold that. chain on. Uh, yeah, but but I, I'm try, I, I've I've started. I was making a tweet about like, hey, this, I saw this guy. He looked like a dickhead. I'm like, I'm tweeting about a guy who looks like a. Di- I'm making a tweet at the gym. So uh-huh. who's a dickhead? Yeah. And I stop. Put it in the drafts. I put it in the drafts. But uh, again, trying to not just have knee jerk reaction. This movie, since it was a, an assignment, like all right, I'm going to go into it with an open mind, and I enjoyed it. That's not, so that thanks to the Reddit folks for suggesting yeah. this mm-hmm. in regards. And I thought it answered a lot of questions that we were talking about last week, as far as what's the value of living in it. Like so, that showed kind of a dystopian future where nothing's going. Like the actual world's kind of shitty, mm-hmm. and so everybody escapes into that realm. I like how they and, had uh, the way it's set in Columbus, Ohio, I think in 2045, mm-hmm. something like that. And I love yeah. the uh kind of stack and pack dystopian uh landscape how <laughs> everything was upward, you know, cuz it's Oh, the vertical trailer park. Yeah, yeah, the vertical trailer park. I thought that was pretty interesting. Cuz I I mean, that seems like where we're headed just in terms of I don't know overpopulation and whatnot just you know suburban sprawls just eventually gonna eat up the entire landmass and now we're just gonna have to build upward yeah i mean uh, double wide or double tall you know it's uh, that that is i mean that's why the cities that's why cities started like oh land is expensive but mm-hmm. sky is free yeah so uh and yeah the, the sprawl going outwards but even more so proving that Everybody exists in that universe, mm-hmm. in the oasis. But that that shows you how you could go to work in that environment. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they already show. It's weird that that was that movie came out in 2018 or something, and like mm-hmm. there was a Pizza Hut drone. Was like, yeah, that's not far off. Yeah, I saw. I noticed that. It's certainly not far <laughs> off. Oh man. It made me think, we, we touched briefly last week about the concept of real estate inside the metaverse. And yeah. my simple question is, how does land in the metaverse have value if there's potential for infinite acreage? Mm-hmm. Like, the reason land is valuable in the real world is they're not making any more of it. There's only so much land. But if you if the metaverse is the true metaverse and it's infinite, you could create whatever then how is land going to have any value? Uh, Maybe it's more about what, it's not a geographic concept Uh of land, but it's like what's accessible with where you're located. Because, you know, like they're showing, like, oh, you can regenerate here and you can Uh create. I, I had a good thought about this while I was watching it, like how the difference between the people that, could buy all the tricks and gadgets uh-huh. to try and win the game. Yeah. Versus the people that earned them by skill. Uh-huh. So you could buy all the tricks and gadgets. You could spend all this money, but still be no good and lose all that money that you spent on those gadgets. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more like you... <laughs> it's a good question about the real estate because yeah. it's less about having a place and more like, cause like, I don't know, like they, they had like that one, the one large 
character had like a workshop. Mm-hmm. And so how do they have that? Because you get coins. You know, yeah. you get coins and then you could buy this space. That's a good question. Why can't you just have anywhere that you can teleport to or what have you? Yeah, because I teleport back out of it. I read in some article like Snoop Dogg, for example, is already buying up real estate in the metaverse. And because Mm -hmm. he owns this plot of land, the neighboring plot of land now has value because somebody would like to live next door to Snoop Dogg. But, you know, if I could teleport within, what's it matter? You know, if I could live somewhere else within the metaverse, I could just teleport to Snoop Dogg's neighborhood and walk around in front of his house. I just don't yeah, understand. Until the until the metaverse cops tell you to fuck off. Yeah. Well that so leads maybe me to- it's maybe maybe they're exclusive areas. Like in this uh-huh. chunk of land, think of it like subdivisions or gated communities. In okay. this area, these things are available. So if you okay. just put your house up or your land, you just create a acre of land anywhere. Maybe you can't teleport. Like I you know, I'm just from my basic video game knowledge, like Oh, now I have to travel across this whole map on foot because I don't have an easy, like a fast yeah. travel location here. Okay, so yeah, maybe that's why, like here, hours. To yeah, get so to where you want to go? Yeah, or just within this area of the metaverse, this open subdivision, you buy land, and now you have that ability to transport mm-hmm. quickly, much like living by a train station. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. You know, maybe the idea of the teleporting to another location isn't just so readily available, and you also have to earn that. Mm-hmm. Or you also have to pay for that, and maybe that's really expensive. So living, you know, it's like paying to live near your job or paying for a train pass and living out in the suburbs kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're both talking. We're, hey, we're, we're helping ourselves through this one, yeah. Dave. Uh, I mean, I really am. <laughs> well... Just since the last episode, I've done a little more research and combined with watching that movie, like, I'm into it, man. This is very interesting. Like, for example, I had this idea. I was reading about, you may have heard, I don't really know who Travis Scott is. I know he's a rapper, but I couldn't name you one of his songs. But I don't know if you heard, I think it was last year sometime, he was the first artist to do, like, a big virtual concert. And apparently, 21 million people uh, viewed that concert. how many avatars got trampled at that concert? <laughs> I did hear about that story too. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that guy sounds like a real piece of shit. But <laughs> but it made it made me think about this question. Like, all right, so twenty one million people got into I don't know which metaverse, but and again, we could talk more about that. How some of them you can yeah. kind of traverse different metaverses. But anyway, somehow twenty one million people signed up and, and watched that uh, concert. Will there come a day? Where we as comics stop touring and only do virtual shows? I'm sure that's, I mean, uh, I think it was Jenny Yang, uh, stand up, was doing comedy in, uh, in Animal Crossing. Really? Okay. Was like setting up shows in Animal Crossing. So you have your, and I, I tried to play it a little bit, it wasn't my thing. Uh, Maybe I'll give it another chance because I know people are nuts about it. But, yeah, your avatar goes, and then another avatar is performing stand-up in this little area. Mm -hmm. So instead of a Zoom show, it's like, oh, no, here's my little character, and I hear everybody laughing, and, you know, why not? I mean, I think that could be be fun. Much more fun than a Zoom show. Because if you could – all right, you – 
you know, hypothetically, I build my own avatar, whatever that looks like, but then you could also design the club or the venue and make it look exactly how you want. And then it's yeah. really my voice and really my jokes in real time, mm-hmm. in virtual time, doing them. And then people just, you know, log on or sign in, whatever. I don't know what the terminology is. like an old man. Log on to the interweb. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that no, could I, be fun. It's, uh, I was going to tell you, you got your own little office. You're just sending me more mm-hmm. pictures of it. Yeah. What if, I mean, what if we get you like a gaming PC in there mm-hmm. and then... We we get we get you into some of these we get you into like uh, like us playing phasma phasmophobia, mm-hmm. which is you know has the feel of a VR game, but you're playing it with the controls. Mm-hmm. But it has the look of a VR game, and it's it's fun and it's scary. Get you get you a Twitch stream going, Dave. Yeah, Dave plays with the bleeps and bloops. Because <laughs> quite frankly, I think I alluded to this last week. I'm getting a little burnout on touring, just the inconvenience yeah. of it, just dealing with knuckleheads and the whole DIY approach to it. So, like the idea that I could just stay home and do new material, put on new shows, whatever, in a virtual setting, and make, like I said, make the venue all the things that some clubs do wrong, like correct all those, make it a very uh, inviting atmosphere. And the only problem is, too, as a comic, you wouldn't want to just do like your hour because I feel like, well, I don't know, you might have the same problem like once you release your hour. But I'm saying I feel like doing think- smaller sets where you don't blow your whole wad. Like, you know, hey, every week I'm doing a 10-minute show. And that might help with people's ADHD. Just, hey, pop in. Here's 10 new minutes you may not have heard. Like little mini uh, shows. It's already... Can live comedy thrive in the metaverse? Austin Startup says, yes, it can. Mm-hmm. Yes, it can. So somebody's, <laughs> ar- somebody's already there. Yeah. Oh. Somebody's already there. It's called uh, Failed to Render. There's a metaverse comedy club. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it, of course, it's gonna. <clears throat> people are gonna try and take anything from the real world, and then, like I was saying, so you saw like people just had the gloves and the goggles, but then you can get the whole body outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, they were showing there, so you can feel pain, you can feel, uh, you know, horny or whatever. You can get that uh, metaverse boner that we were texting about. Yeah, that was my night. question when. Uh, when the main character was kind of uh, flailing around with his lady uh, Gunter friend, uh, I thought, you know, I wonder if you can get aroused in the metaverse and how that would work. Uh, well, you're wearing a suit. Yeah, put some goggles you on know. your junk, some sensors. Yeah, well, I mean, just over the jeans finger banging, man. <laughs> <laughs> like an ELO concert in there. Oh, what's worse than over the jeans finger? Let me just poke over your here, general over, area. Over here, over here, scratching at my Wranglers during a Neil Peart <laughs> drum solo. This Rush concert. Oh my god! I think. Um, oh shit! I had a good thought, but I wanted to get another music reference into what music would be played for getting your. Junk blasted through Wranglers. Uh, I know. I did it to 90s alt rock. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, I was trying to, I was checking my plums through these Jordashes. Were you ever in that phase sexually where that was the goal? There, there was some time in my teenage years where, like, I knew I was probably not ready for actual sex. So that wasn't, and it was like, you know, something I'm not going to pressure anyone into because I don't even know, you know, I, I had doubts in my own abilities being inexperienced, but like I can remember like, oh, the goal is to, let's see if we can get a little finger bang action. Like that was. I, I, my, I was, my shit was a mess, dude. Yeah. So I don't even know. I think I <laughs> probably broke a finger trying to get underneath an underwire bra once. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, it was a disaster. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. Any of the young ladies that had to <laughs> be on the receiving end of my early fumbling. I didn't know anything about anything. It was all just blind exploration. Let's see what this feels well, like. Be- better than learning everything from porn now and just jumping in. Like, how about we do all this? Slow down, there, <laughs> hot shot. <clears throat> oh man. Well, uh, and I, I was also thinking, like, the concept of crime and or consequence inside the metaverse. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know how, like, right now, the internet, specifically comment sections, are hot garbage because everybody's yeah. anonymous. and Well, they're not anonymous per se, but, like, well, yeah, yeah, you're basically anonymous on, on a comment section or whatever. Uh, yeah. And how that just opens the door for terrible behavior, terrible takes and comments. How's that going to work in the metaverse if if everybody's anonymous, you know, you have an avatar? And I, I was reading a little bit about um, the decentralization, that concept about how nobody really regulates or oversees the metaverse. So... And that's some for some people that's part of the appeal, you know. Like we said, just being anonymous, creating an avatar, being anything you want to be. But yeah, are there consequences? You know, or I'm assuming well, some of these regulations, like you can get kicked out or banned, the same way you can with social media. Yeah, that, I mean, the comment sections don't go through a vetting process, but so many other things online go through a vetting process. Uh-huh. You know, if you talk too much shit on Twitter, you'll get bumped off of Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can always start another, I'm sure that I, I bet now is this to really talk about something that I don't understand. Is this where this whole blockchain technology comes in? Yeah. To be, you know, and from, then this is, yep. Yeah, uh, way out of my depth. Mm hmm. Well, on this I don't one, quite understand it. but that's how it, like that's how it, that's how the validation mm-hmm. of a Bitcoin is, or the you know whatever the shit. What are they? What are they what's it called? What are they called? What's all the money called? That's not cryptocurrency. Real? Yeah, thanks, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, I couldn't remember cryptocurrency, but let me explain blockchain technology. <laughs> wow, Jesus! Uh, but you know that's the that's the vetting process to prove that this is real and therefore holds the value it says it has. Uh huh. Okay. And so I feel like maybe that's you know like like in in the one there it's like well yeah the real world consequence is that you work hard to build up all these coins in a video game type way, but then if you get 
killed or do something, somebody, you know, but if, but if somebody kills you, what's the consequence? Mm-hmm. Like, how do they get in trouble? Yeah. Maybe just like, just like in the real world, there people will be employed to be security or law enforcement or be employed in that metaverse to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it can all be mirrored. Like, like some of the social structures are mirrored within it. But then there's also fantastical elements. A lot yeah. of good questions, Dave. I am f- struggling to answer for you, buddy. <laughs> That's I, all right, like, buddy. Well, yeah, who's yeah? Who's going to give you a ticket for uh, flying your dragon too close to an Arby's? You know, I don't know. <laughs> like, is there just is there just dragon police, or is like, is that animal control, or is there sky cops? I have no idea. I don't know. But maybe it doesn't matter. Fly, blow up the Arby's. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. It's the metaverse. Yeah, like you when can you make say Arby's in your house, you could turn your hands into Arby's. Well, I think that's already happening in terms of like just verbal abuse. Like, yeah, I was reading some article and they're just talking about how there's already been people being just verbally abused and har- sexually harassed and that kind of stuff. But I don't see how you could do any damage other than that, other than like verbally and psychologically. Like, yeah, you could get on there and be an asshole. But there's no physical dangers inside the metaverse, is there? I, I mean, unless it's somebody hacking into your account and stealing mm-hmm. the money that you've put into it, like a bank account, you have it maybe in your metaverse account, so you can spend currency on the things that are in there. Mm-hmm. Or... You know they were the way they were saying that these suits can maybe maybe you get these suits or the goggles and the things that so you can I would like to feel a certain amount of pain, mm-hmm. but not you know I would like to play this uh, UFC game and I would like to feel a six on a scale of pain to enjoy it. I mean, you see the race car games where you sit in the car and they rattle you around and shit like that. That's a great idea, man. Yeah, like let me you know, experience what it's like to to pass out from a rear naked choke, but uh let me let me only experience 10% of the normal pain. Yeah, some uh, a mild consequence mm-hmm. to make the game a little more interesting. That's you know, that's the virtual part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but then you're going to Yeah, what's the legality in the real world? So I'm like, yeah, I made this suit that you put on to do virtual reality. Also, if someone stabs you, you'll it, the suit will cut you. Like they're not going to put that out there. So I don't know about the physical aspects, except for like now that was put in the in the movie. Sorry, I know it's a book, but I'm going to call it the movie mm-hmm. uh, about the one character's dad who worked for that main like the Overlord company mm-hmm. that I O I I yeah that. He had to go to their, what were they called, loyalty camps? Yeah. To pay off his debt. And then got physically ill in the real world and could never get out from under his debt and just died. Boy, that already sounds like the regular world anyway. <laughs> in a in a, in a a private health care society. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the same thing. Like, oh, you just owe us... Yeah. So I was trying to think of like what that IOI is like. They create the technology to do this, but they're also like a bank or a debt a debt 
says like you buy everything from them and they're like they're like the they're like the canteen on a military base. I, I I was trying to figure out a good comparison to the yeah. real world. Like I think they're more just like banks and you know yeah, here's money to do this. Oh, I'm you're in debt because you lost. Mm-hmm. Just come to our camp and work it off. You know, it, it, it was. It was I wonder, it's worth a rewatch. I wonder if you'll be able to buy real world merchandise in the metaverse. Like, for example, instead of getting on Instacart and just picking out your groceries, might it be fun to, <laughs> to go? Listen, I, I'm answering my own question while I'm saying it, but like. To go virtually shopping, like groceries, maybe not a great example, but like I wouldn't mind going into a record store inside the metaverse and thumbing through their inventory, picking out what I want, paying for it, and then it gets mailed to me in the real world. I mean, why not? That's just putting a, you know, creating a metaverse structure for eBay. Mm -hmm. Instead of scrolling on your computer monitor, you walk into their virtual store. Mm -hmm. Sure. Same thing with like virtual offices, like you know, with with the rise of people working remotely, mm-hmm. are, are we soon going to have virtual offices inside the metaverse where you're sitting in your cubicle? I think, I in think the they already do. Your coworker, I think they already do. You got a coworker next in the next cubicle, like a magical rhinoceros that, in combat but that's, armor. But that's the thing. But that's exactly why. Like, uh-huh. so you don't have an office. You have a floating orb, yeah, surrounded with comets and mermaids or whatever the fuck but you're still working yeah you, you still st- have to do your job still got to crunch those numbers the whole point doing. the whole point of that place existing and being popular is because the regular world sucked so the whole point of you going to pick out a record mm-hmm. you would still in the, this you'd still go back to the place that you have in the metaverse and put that virtual record on and listen mm-hmm. to it you can get it delivered to you. Why? You're living in this primarily. Yeah. The idea is that you primarily live in this world and they're just creating all the same things that you have right. here, but also let your imagination like, oh, you could be whatever. Like they're saying, the, 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 the people that speak highly of this saying it could eliminate racism and sexism is because you can be whichever character you want to be uh-huh. and therefore your attachment to the other someone you meet there is based purely on what you know about them yeah, and not a physical trait yeah. or, or standards of what's attractive. You know, I'm like, Oh, that's a pretty wild concept. People, you know, people fall in love over like long distance, you know, your old sleepless in Seattle could be looked at as an origin story for the metaverse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sight unseen just over somebody's thoughts. I mean, granted, of course it's, romantic comedy not really grounded in reality but people do that now yeah people but people are doing that now mm-hmm. so Ooh, what about virtual food that's where i'm saying you're gonna get i'd love to eat a rack of ribs in the metaverse and and get those same sensations and endorphins and it and it not go to my real world gut Maybe that, well, that's what I was saying last week is like, you're getting, maybe you're getting fed IV or you're getting whatever the, the, uh, snow piercer, uh, bug bars, you know, I never, I never saw that movie. That's a good, I mean, I'm not going to say you have to, but that is a different version of 
what the future might hold. That might be a good piece to go along with Ready Player One. Is here's a different way that that this world could go is that to combat. I, I'm going to screw it up. I think to combat climate change, they put out business. Somehow they froze the earth over. And the only thing that surviving is this train that is in constant motion. And that's oh. the only thing that left out of society and all the, the poor and the people who keep the train working live in the back of the, the train. Hmm. And each car is like, this is the greenhouse. This is the livestock for like all it's an all encompassing society just on this train. Interesting. It's a good one. It's a good one, man. I'll tell you. It's a good combo with uh, Ready Player One. Okay. But yeah, so they just, they wind up, they just feed the poor people just, uh, it's the bug protein. Mm -hmm. The gelatinous bars made out of roaches. But maybe that's what we eat in the future. But you don't even know that because the texture is going to match whatever the metaverse suit is telling you it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, what if there was some mouthpiece like i don't know something as simple as like remember those uh listerine breath strips like lsd tabs you just you put this little little non-invasive tab on your tongue and then you chow down at whatever virtual metaverse restaurant you want but you still somehow can taste it and you somehow get full but it doesn't go to your (laughs) it doesn't affect your real biology but that's that's what i'm saying it might just be these uh, mm-hmm. you'll get the nutrients. Uh-huh. Like a, somebody in a coma gets fed through a yeah. IV. Okay. Oh, so yeah, okay. You get the actual nutrients. That way you don't have to go eat dinner in the real world. And also because if you live in the metaverse, you're not really going to need muscle. I mean, you, you, this is turning, you, you just are becoming the matrix badass, yeah. really. Yeah. It's insane how complex this could be. And it's it's interesting in that, you know, we're kind of at the ground floor of it right now. It's just starting. There's no telling where it's going to be in 20, 30 years. Like we said last week, it's a, try to explain the internet to somebody back in 1975. We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm, I, I think that there are people that are already there, that are mm-hmm. already so enamored with the idea of creating their own reality, virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Just like the, that, I mean, the, the suggestion was great for the people saying we should have watched this because it really did explain like, yeah, think like now you might not live in a stacked trailer park, but you also might not be ha- like you don't make friends at school. You're not particularly social because of you know who you are, maybe you're self conscious about your looks or your body or something. <clears throat> Here, create, create what, however you want to look. Yeah. But then somebody else made a good point. I don't know if it was in the Reddit or if it was somewhere else. I was reading. Well, if everybody gets to look attractive, then what's really attractive? Yeah, true. But I think that's because that's the first generation of people still basing the idea of attractiveness on what they know from the physical world. Uh huh. I think. You know, you already got, you know, the weird anime people horny for anime characters uh-huh. that can't get horny for <laughs> yeah. humans anymore. Yeah. So I think that will solve itself where 
maybe not solve itself, but the diversity will be will happen pretty quick. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, in, in the real world, yeah, I would never like, I, I don't know, fuck a stork, you know? <laughs> but Speak now I'm yourself. in the... I, <laughs> <laughs> how about I drop the baby off in you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, you're like, well, I already showed up. And I'm a rainbow trout, so let's get it on. You know, like, so (laughs) that's the beauty of it. That's what I'm saying. What would you, if you could create your own avatar, what would it look like? What changes would you make? What upgrades? Well, that's what I thought was funny about the movies that, like, the big boss guy, because he doesn't care about that, just mm-hmm. made himself look like a big boss guy. Yeah. Like, had no imagination to <laughs> yeah, it. that was funny. Well, even the main character, his avatar wasn't very far off from his normal appearance. Yeah, you could tell he, like, enjoyed, like, how about this outfit? How about that outfit? Uh-huh. Where and, his friend uh, is like, I'm going to be a nine-foot ogre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get to choose to be that. And, and then... You know, say what you will about T.J. Miller's personal life. I thought he was very funny in that. Very funny when he's and talking. I wish I, I wish I would have been able to see what the real life counterpart. That's what got me. Like, what is the this orb that does something is also part of the game? Then, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't so, quite okay, understand that. So that's what that. the video. Yeah, I was getting a little bit like oh, this is fun. I'm not going to worry about it too much. But so I wish I would have seen. It was fun to see people's. Real world counterparts. I wish yeah. I would have seen. Did they show TJ's character? In I the don't real think world so. I, I kept waiting for it, but I don't th- think they did. They might have. Now that I think about it, or maybe that's an because the whole thing is Easter eggs. Is the whole thing is eighties Easter eggs? Mm-hmm. You know, like like every little bit, even the sounds. Like, oh, that's the Back to the Future sound, yeah. not just the car. Mm-hmm. But oh, that's from this. That's from this, and that and that that made it fun. I'm sure that's what bothered people. That like, if you read it and how that really translated in the book, yeah. Versus them having to make a movie to appeal to everybody. In that opening scene, the when they're when they're playing Van Halen's Jump, I, before I understood why, I was like, "Well, that's an odd choice for like a futuristic movie." Yeah. But I call me a simpleton. But when a movie like being in the movies and like especially going to a movie and they show like the Paramount logo or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it starts with like a big rock song and a great opening scene. I'm on board immediately. Yeah, I'm down. Dude, Jack, the jackass movies, those fellas know how to start a movie. (laughs) Like just a rock song and some crazy shit out of the gate. Thank you for that. Thank you for making (laughs) me excited that I came to the movies today. I think if I made my own avatar, it would. I'm pretty pleased with what I got going on. I'd, I'd probably make it similar to my normal appearance. I'd, I'd make. I'd have a smaller gut, uh, but I would. I would be able to whistle. <laughs> I'd make sure I could whistle and maybe do like cool backflips. Those are two things in real life I can't really do. I've always, I been mean, jealous of people that could whistle really good, especially like the the call whistle. Like you know, you're getting someone's attention, you know, from across the parking that's lot. A, that's the two things. In the real world? <laughs> yeah, everything else is solid, dude. Everything else is on point. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> breathe underwater. 
I just want to whistle. And I'd love to be able to do backflips at will. That'd be fun. I had a buddy in uh, middle school. I, <laughs> Shout out to Michael Williams. He was a smaller fella, but he's real like nimble and athletic. Uh, he wasn't uh, an athlete, yeah. but he was like a skater and stuff. But he could. Uh, he just, we'd just be standing in, in the lunch line. He'd just standing still, do a backflip, standing backflip, just bam. It's like, man, that's I, rad. I feel if that's one of those things that you can do at <laughs> will, you know you're just going to pop that one off at a party or something. Mm-hmm. I wasn't around anybody who knew how to do those, so I never saw one in the wild. Yeah. So that's it? You just want to whistle and backflip? I mean, those are, that's a start. It's a start. Oh, okay, all right. Speaking of which, that reminds me, I forgot who it was, but recently, you know, the, the basketball tournament's been going on for a couple of weeks, the NCAA tournament, and I think it was for Yeah, that's why there's no hotels in Spokane. We had to stay an hour oh, outside of the city. That <laughs> makes sense. Um. There was some, maybe it wasn't the basketball. Maybe it was like a, an interview for like the draft. There was some athlete. I don't know if it's a football player or a basketball player, but he's being asked like a series of just kind of arbitrary, like personality based questions. And somebody asked him if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? And he takes this long mm-hmm. pause and he's like, uh, a bigger dick, I guess. <laughs> it's just so funny, <laughs> like in the context of like a press conference or an interview. I mean, Just being honest, good for them. Good for them for not going with the. Uh, I was trained how to publicly speak to uphold yeah. the honor of my team. No, I'm going with. I want a bigger dick. Yeah. Oh, and there and there was another interview. Uh, there was a similar type situation where I think this player had played his last college game. You know, so and that that's always kind of a sad moment for like senior athletes and who aren't going on to the pros. Like, all right, this is the last time I'm ever going to mm-hmm. lace them up. And uh, he said something like, "What what are you going to miss most about your experience here on campus or whatever?" And he's like, really like tearing up. He's really bummed out and sad. And he's like, "I don't know, man. Just going out to eat." <laughs> He's going to miss going out to eat. <laughs> you can still do that, buddy. Yeah, you can still do that. We you still you a, take yourself to Longhorn every other Tuesday? You guest pass on campus or something. You come back, eat at the mess hall. <laughs> but yeah, that, he was like brought to tears. And then he goes, going out to eat. He's put on the spot. Think about that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Think of how many dumb, huge hogs are going to be in the metaverse. Uh, yeah, exactly. Everybody's going to have like a three foot dick. Like, ha ha. Just and coming out the not, bottom of their pants. Yeah, if everybody's maybe, dick's I mean, huge, maybe, then maybe maybe it's yeah, then nobody's is. Yeah, maybe that's where it's a, maybe it's cost prohibitive. Maybe they're like, oh, you want the three footer? It's this much, and it's useless. <laughs> Nobody wants. You just good for you. You got the joke dick. You bought the joke dick. <laughs> oh my god. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? 
<sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm excited, dude. I think I'm going to pivot and just do comedy in the metaverse. I get, let's get you a gaming rig. Mm-hmm. It wasn't shit, man. I figured out how to set it up for Twitch and everything. Wasn't that tough. Um, get one of these. We start doing Twitch. It's close to it. It'll be mm-hmm. close to it. Yeah. I don't know how the av- how the avatar, like if you got to have the suit on for the gestures or if they, it's like a camera that just sees you moving and then puts it in the program and replicates the gestures. I'm not sure. I know they were doing some comedy show, uh, like you were live, but then there was screen instead of, it was like live zoom, if it makes sense, where mm-hmm. like you were just looking at you know, like a NASA wall of TV screens with different people on it watching from home. And you're still, so you're still performing too. Okay. You're standing there on a stage performing, but they were all tuning in virtually. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I wonder how many, I wonder how much money got lost on people planning for the pandemic and now it's open again. Or if they're pivoting into like, that was okay. Right back into a boogie monster topic. That was like, all right, what if this was preparing us to be inside all the time? What if this is what if the pandemic was there to prepare us for something like the metaverse? Yeah, man. I've thought of that. Just conditioning us. And we're sitting here right along with it. That might mm-hmm. be cool, man. I might be doing that. All right. Yeah. That may be the matrix. The matrix is real, dude. It's crazy. Who knows, man? Wow. Got weird, man. <laughs> hey, I got a recipe real quick. So I'm going recy- right. well, well, to um, recycle a recipe. Let me throw, bef- before you do the recipe, mm-hmm. let me throw in um, the... Oh, right. I got asked I got asked by uh, one of the folks at Starburns. So full disclosure, was asked to plug this. Happy to do it independently of being asked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Valley Heat podcast. Good people involved all fantastic comics it's like the unpodcast because mm-hmm. it's basically it's uh the idea it's a fella doug doug Duguay, and he just lives in burbank and he just talks about what's happening over there the first episode <laughs> is just that his pool guy washes his truck in his driveway while he's cleaning the pool and his wife's yoga instructor sends her the mermaid emoji which he thinks is inappropriate and i'm not going to give away much more than that but it's a real fun listen. So, is it, Valley Heat Podcast. Is it fiction or nonfiction? Yeah. It is, uh, I, I, I believe there are slight elements of perhaps the real world, but it, okay. is, uh, it is just Christian Duguay just sitting with a microphone, just uh, talking dumb shit, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> making up making up things about his rancho rancho equestrian neighborhood in Burbank. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah, so full disclosure we but, but oh, oh, I would plug it anyway. It's a, it's a great time to listen to it today. I was in Burbank uh, so. this week. Took a visit over to Chili John's. 
Ooh, I like that you, chili Jones. I like chili Jones. It's solid. It's it's not mine, but it's solid. And I like the the layout. It's set up just like a bar. Just they don't even have booths or tables. Just one big no, uh, horseshoe, a horseshoe bar, a horseshoe yeah. counter. Just saddle up to the counter, and then they got all their different chilies there in the middle. Yeah, they got. I, I was there for a, a show or something. Then they were. Just, they just got one big vat. They got an ore, like a big ore oh, that they yeah. store, stir it with. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's got to be tough to get flavor right when you're working with a vat. Yeah. Like what? Oh, a, pin, a pinch more salt. Like what does that translate into? And we're dealing <laughs> with thirty gallons. It's like when Kramer was cooking for the Jewish singles mixer, and it, it was awful. It was awful food. He goes, well, the recipe was for four to six people. I had to multiply for 82. I guess I got confused. Is that the, is that the one where Frank Costanza, it just the, the, the way he says it, like he's eating something. He's like, I make them the way you always make yeah. them. Well, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it 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 got me. It hooked me so. I've seen them all. Yeah, but just wow, it sucks. It <laughs> I want that to, to be my my ringtone. <laughs> well, it's that's sucks. still a thing. <laughs> Kramer's trying to convince Frank to cook for the Jewish thing uh, because yeah. he he was a cook in the in the military in the war, <laughs> and then he's been scarred. And finally, uh, that scene you're talking about when he finally declares that his wife's cooking sucks then he runs back over to kramer's house and i never knew what he meant by this for years i didn't know what this reference was but he just bangs on the door and kramer opens it he goes you got t foul <laughs> and he goes let's go it's a brand of cooking pan. wear yeah i never knew what let's he meant this... by you got t foul <laughs> i'm gonna see where the sample lands us hold on that's too long <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> i don't know where your meatloaf is... Well, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought I didn't translate, but... It sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, uh, talk about uh, one of the well, best tertiary characters in television history, Frank Costanza. Oof. So good. Him and Newman. You just dropped, you just dropped tertiary correctly yeah, in there. Uh-huh. I'm proud of you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and roll <laughs> us into that recipe. Roll us into that recipe, you thesaurus oh, yeah. reading motherfucker. I got a recipe. Um, <laughs> I was trying to do that Zach Galifianakis joke. He drops a big word like that, and he's like, yeah, I just got mm-hmm. – and I'm not going to think I can do it justice. He got a word of the day calendar, and the word that – today's word was not the big word he dropped, but it was just some mundane small word that he also used. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's how comedy is. That's why it's funny, Dave. <laughs> just break it down. And uh, <laughs> remove all the funny parts. Anyway, I'm recycling a recipe because I, ironically, or coincidentally, or oddly, uh, I've had four people this week reach out and ask if I had written this recipe down from a previous episode, and I have not. So I don't have. Uh, I don't have it. I mean, I could write it down and send email it to you, but I just at the time that they inquired, I hadn't done that. So I'm just going to repeat a recipe: uh, garlic noodles. A few months ago, I talked about how I made these garlic noodles. Now, I'll just do the basic garlic noodles this time. Uh, previously, I think mm-hmm. I included the uh, scallops. I added some scallops. You could add scallops. You could add crab. You could add shrimp. You could you could add any type of seafood you want. Uh, but I've also made this just the noodles, and it's delicious. But, yeah, so garlic noodles. Get you a half pound of linguine. 
boil that up. And somebody made a good comment. I, I think previously I mentioned that I always put a little oil in my water so that the uh, noodles don't stick together. And while that does work, I've, I learned that at Applebee's, by the way. 20 years ago, and I can't believe that my, te- <laughs> my Applebee's techniques aren't uh, true to form. That's but funny. they made a good point. Like, uh, I would always, they'd always tell me to put oil in the water so the noodles don't stick, and, they, and it works. It does that. It doesn't make them stick. But what it does is it, uh, it makes them too slippery for the sauce to adhere to the noodles. And someone pointed yeah. that out, and I was like, yes, that's a good point, because I've always noticed that when I do pasta and I do sauce, that... Uh, the sauce doesn't stick too well because the noodles are slippery. So anyway, put a bunch of salt. Yeah, obviously, you salt the pasta water. So just uh, forego the oil. Half pound of linguine, a big boiling pot of water, some salt. Uh, boil that up to whatever the instructions say. Usually, it's like seven to nine minutes, um, what have you. While mm-hmm. that is, uh, while the pasta is boiling, get you a whole bulb of garlic. Just not not a clove, but the entire head, the entire bulb. Uh, peel those up, okay. dice it up, dice it up real fine. Then get you uh, a nice uh, big frying pan or saute pan. Throw you in uh, about two tablespoons of butter and two tablespoons of olive oil. Uh, The butter's for the flavor. The olive oil is there to keep the butter from burning. Uh, Then... Well, before that, mix, mix you up the sauce real quick. The sauce is very easy. Get you one tablespoon of soy sauce, one tablespoon of fish sauce, one tablespoon of oyster sauce, one teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, and a half teaspoon of sesame oil. So, And you don't have to do anything to it. Just throw them all in a bowl, mix them up. Soy sauce, fish sauce, oyster sauce, Worcestershire sauce, sesame oil. Uh, get that garlic going in the uh, pan uh, under uh, medium to low heat. Get it going for about two to three minutes. You, you're not trying to brown it or saute it just before it starts to brown. Like usually, you know, in other dishes, I want to get it, you know, just a light golden brown. But just before it starts to turn, about two or three minutes under low heat, then you add the sauce in. Stir that sauce around for a minute or two. Sauce. Then you take that pasta, and you don't even strain the pasta. You just take the pasta directly out with your hands out of the boiling water. No, uh, use some tongs or whatever. <laughs> Because you want to get a little Be bit a of man, that water. Grab it with your hands. You, normally, you know, you would uh, get a colander and strain it and all that. But we want just a little bit of that residual water from the noodles to uh, get into the... Dude, in the metaverse, you could just hold a steak over a fire with your bare hand. Man, that does sound fun. Didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> so you got the garlic going for two to three minutes. Then you throw in the sauce, stir that around. Then when the noodles are done, just take them uh, with a tongue or whatever directly out of the water into the pan. Uh, mix all that shit together just for a minute or two. Let it all kind of marry. Then plate it. Then you can add a little uh, diced or sliced green onion, and you can add some Parmesan or some Romano, Pecorino Romano cheese grated on top of there. Boom. Pecorino Romano. It's very simple. No proteins on this one, but just... Man, that, that sauce, all the umami, all those fish sauces and Asian sauces. Oh, boy. That with the garlic and the noodles. Ooh. And you, maybe you could even throw a little more butter in there at the end, get a little butter action. And uh, like I, I think I said this before, I never mm-hmm. thought to put, like, cheese with pasta. I mean, I mean, obviously cheese with, like, tomato sauce and stuff. But, like, um, I don't know, something about... Just cheese and pasta with no sauce, no traditional sauce. Yeah. It just seemed weird. Like, like uh, usually you don't put cheese on any seafood type dish or seafood pasta. But um, yeah, man, fish, little uh, <laughs> little Parmesan or, or Romano <laughs> cheese grated on there. Ooh, with some green onions. Yeah, nice, simple. Uh, I guess that would be vegan minus the um, butter. 
Well, the cheese, butter and, and cheese. And but yeah, cheese. you can def- you could definitely eat this. Vegans could uh, make some um, adjustments there too. But yeah, just a and just flavor town, buddy. Just ooh boy, just those flavors right. mixed with the linguine. It's good times. Get you some garlic. Okay. Noodles. Garlic nose. Uh, we got something to plug real quick. Uh, we will both be in Eureka, California, May 6th and 7th at our beloved Savage mm-hmm. Henry Comedy Club. Uh, you'll, yeah. you'll, be, uh, you'll be the headliner. I'll, I'll, do, I'll set the table for you there. So May 6th and 7th, but we also uh, probably going to do a live Boogie Monster podcast uh, one of those afternoons, May 6th or 7th. Mm-hmm. So tickets We're going to have a good old time. I don't know if tickets are available for the comedy shows yet. If not, they will be shortly. And then uh, whichever day we decide to do the podcast, we will then put a link yeah. up for that as well. Just keep keep it in mind, NorCal. Hell yeah. What else you plugging? Got anything going? Uh, let's see. This weekend, we're going to be in Richmond, Virginia. Nice. Like uh, home of a lot of Richmond, good bands. Virginia. I think I'm at a... So whatever the... Where, where am I? Which What's the comedy club in Richmond? Hmm. I gotta look it up. Why don't you plug your stuff? I didn't figure out my plug appropriately. <laughs> I'll be in the Midwest in Same April. Uh, I've got confirmed dates in Indianapolis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Cuyahoga Falls, uh, Cuyahoga Falls, Hilliard, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. I uh, believe all the tickets are available now at dumbdavestone.com. The Cuyahoga Falls, there's, uh, I'm not on the website. People have, uh, Said, hey, you're not on the website. And I asked them about it, even though they demanded that I send in my own flyer and my own poster. And uh, three weeks later, still not on the website. I think they have some issues with the, their web guy. But you can. <laughs> there's a phone number you can call. Uh, you can order tickets over the phone like it's 1988. So, uh, yeah, anybody want to come see me in Cuyahoga Falls, just go to my website. The number will be there on my shows. So, yeah. Uh, I'm at uh, it's the Funny Bone. The Funny first bone. it's April first and second. Yeah, don't show up Wednesday. That's Huggy Lowdown. I'm not on that show with <laughs> Huggy Lowdown. <laughs> I am the day after. So it's Friday and Saturday. Thursday is the Huggy Lowdown show. I'm on the Friday and Saturday shows. The Richmond Funny Bone. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Comedy clubs, baby. You laugh, you're laughing that hard. It makes it sound mean now that I brought up that Huggy Lowdown is going to be playing. Maybe you want to, if you're looking to see Huggy Lowdown, Thursday, oh, this Thursday, Richmond Funny Bone. I Friday, Saturday, his, Kyle Kinane. I knew his brother, Trevor Lowdown. Oh, he was a good guy. <laughs> Listen, oh, man. man. The, yeah, the a, last name sounds made up. I need a stage name. There was a but when I was starting in Atlanta, we had well, his, so his many. full name is Hugless. It's his full name is Hugless Lowdown. I used to do shows with uh, Dirty South. I did shows with Food Stamp. <laughs> I did shows it's with. It's not even creative. I did a show it's with. Not uh, even like Freddie Food Stamp. It's my buddy Faux Show. Faux Show was funny. Uh, there's a. Uh, I was touring with Sean Jordan. He used to go out with a guy named uh, Chinaman. Oh, I've worked with Chinaman. Do, do you know this Chinaman? Oh, my God. I've forgotten about Chinaman. Apparently, apparently he has the words Kid Walk tattooed on his forearms. Oh, boy. I have forgotten Commitment to the it. bit, man. Go for and, it. And uh, if my memory serves me correctly, not Asian at all. 
Is he? I don't um, think he was Asian. Oh, I th- I don't I don't know about that. I think you got to have a maybe a he smattering was. of it for that. <laughs> well, let's see how I can maybe ruin th- my search history on this computer. <laughs> maybe he was Asian. Surely he was Asian, right? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. But is, I do uh, remember let's say his his Wikipedia is he's born of a Chinese American mother and a Caucasian okay. father. Okay. Much like uh, the red Mexican. Hey, I'm a Mexican, but I'm from Kentucky. How about that? Yeah. The red Mexican. Uh, I'm going to ride a motorcycle Really, on man, stage. if you wanted to get into comedy and you were half something and half something else. Oh, boy. Streets were paved with gold for you for a while. Right? <laughs> really? Some fucking, fucking Mr. Showbiz come by and kick a horseshoe right up your ass if you were from some place. If your dad was from somewhere and your mom was from somewhere else. <sighs> tripping over $100 bills. <laughs> oh, my God. China, man. I mean, I not, this is, about yeah, this is not like it's trying to be hidden. This is... Mm-hmm. Well, he is Kid Walk now. It's the artist formerly known as China Man. Right. Wow these uh, <sighs> these song these track titles are something. I can imagine. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not gonna. Hey, <laughs> if I could, if I could leave the guy, if I could leave the guy working out with a big gold chain alone. Mm. I'm going to let China man have his, have his life, you know? Oh, boy. Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. Four bucks a month. If you're not a patron, jump on board. Which reminds me, this is stuff that we can talk about off air, but why the hell not? We need to record a bonus this week, Kyle. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll knock it out. Get it done. All right, buddy. This oh, was fun. I, saw, times. I just got down a rabbit hole of... Okay, wow. All right, well, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut here. I remember, that's uh, this Thursday, Hugless Lowdown is going to be at Virginia Beach Funny Bone. Friday and Saturday, you work Kyle Kinane. Dave's going to be throughout the Midwest, Cuyahoga Falls. Virginia Beach or Richmond, Virginia? Fuck, Richmond, Virginia. There you go. There you go. Get it right. I think... Where, where the, honestly, I let me check. One of those funny bones around that area, it might have been in West Virginia, is where uh, Andy Dick got arrested. He sexually assaulted. Yeah, I'm in Virginia in Beach line. in August. Okay. Okay. Rich Richmond this mm-hmm. weekend. Virginia Beach is way down the way there. RVA. Yeah, Which, I got to. It's a cool town. Super confused. Yeah, avails from there. Um, all right, man. Sorry, okay, we got a little lost there, and that's that's what's going on for me. That's all right, buddy. All good. All right. All right, man. You have a good one. Keep it between hey, the you dishes. you too, man. And uh, Try our best. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. The Boogie Monster.
Network.